Welcome to Acquire, Tearsheets Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Cohen, head of Tearsheets Studios. And this is our very first episode. The Acquire Podcast is all about exploring marketing campaigns for new brands, products, and services in the financial industry. I'll be talking to marketing and creative leaders across the space to give our listeners a behind-the-scenes look into the secret sauce, well, as secretive as we can get with marketing folks, that goes into launching the campaigns from strategy to execution. We'll be rolling out a new episode every other week. If you want to make sure you never miss it, head over to our website, tearsheet.co, and subscribe to our marketing newsletter. That's where our marketing specialist, Rivka Abramson, is going to let you know whenever there's a new episode coming out, along with everything else interesting we have to say about marketing in the financial space today. The Acquire Podcast is an extension of the Acquire Conference, Tearsheet's annual marketing conference, which we held just last month on Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022, on a Tuesday. It was a special day and a special conference. It kicked off a whole set of virtual and in-person events that we'll be running in 2022. You can head over to our website to see what's in store. In Acquire Conference, we heard from some incredible marketing leaders of firms like Stash, MasterCard, Firm, Current, Acorns, and more. Some of these firms will actually be joining me as guests on the Acquire podcast throughout this year. But until then, I encourage you to check out the videos from the conference available on Tearsheet's YouTube page and our site. Without further ado, the first episode of the Acquire podcast. On today's episode, I spoke to Mary Ellen Dugan, Chief Marketing Officer at InvestNet. InvestNet provides technology solutions and intelligence to help financial advisors help their customers manage their financial lives and build financial wellness. Mary Ellen has been running the marketing show at various tech companies throughout her very impressive career, and she's been serving as CMO at InvestNet for just about a year now. She's here to talk to me about the company's recent major campaign and really company rebrand at large, Fully Vested. Mary Ellen, welcome to the show. Thank you, Rebecca. I'm excited to be here. So why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about what it is that you do at InvestNet? Yeah. Well, I am the chief marketing officer at InvestNet. And I think, uh, you know, mainly my job is to how do we drive impact in the go-to-market with various marketing strategies or efforts. So really working in tandem with the business leaders, with the product folks, with sales, to make sure that our business objectives are, um, we're hitting those. So that's, uh, I think that's what every CMO is, is going to tell you that they are doing. Now that does come with all the things that you think, um, that we think tactically, whether it's communication or advertising or uh, growth marketing and performance marketing, all those things. And, and certainly brand, which I think we might get in and chat a little bit more about today. So let's get into that. You're here to talk to me about your omnichannel brand campaign titled Fully Vested. Tell me about what this means for the InvestNet brand. Yeah, I think it's the first time that InvestNet had done anything of this scale. And it really probably was the first what you would think of traditionally as a brand campaign. And so it was really exciting. And it came off of really this vision and a paper that our CEO had written about the intelligent financial life. So it was really an opportunity to kind of literally bring that to life. InvestNet has been around for a while. So this being your first rebrand campaign is definitely exciting. Tell me a bit what the brand looked like before the campaign. 
Yeah, I think that, um, and really the campaign fully invested is probably the culmination of about 20 years, the, the last two decades of investment building this really dynamic and expansive ecosystem that spans intelligence and technology and solutions, all in service of the financial advisor, the financial professional, retail banks, et cetera. You know, what are all the tools and solutions? So I think we were probably certainly known for um, as a wealth tech company and certainly advice. And I think the this campaign takes it to the next level as we talk about this amazing and kind of dynamic around the intelligent financial life. So what is the intelligent financial life? And what's exactly this conversation that Investnet is trying to put on the table with this campaign? It really was, um, how do we think about the future of financial advice and integrating this connective intelligent um, needs that people have? So think about today. Today, you have your daily uh, expenditures and investing in financial components, and you have your future ones that you're thinking about long-term. And so what the intelligent financial life is saying, we really have to bring that together. It has to be hyper-personalized, hyper-connected, so people can make those connections between the daily and the future and really feel comfortable and secure in their intelligent financial life. And that's a new concept. That conversation, I think we have traditionally in the industry talked about what's the long-term things we need to do, retirement, insurance, health, et cetera. And then the daily, which was savings or I'm going on vacation or whatever, we weren't really connecting those dots. And that's really what we're seeing today is what people are craving. Connecting the dots is something we see a lot in the language throughout the creative of the campaign, uh, sort of like mapping an ever-present network. The idea, I think, is connecting the human and digital. So pulling on the digital to bring the complexity of human life to the forefront of the financial story. Am I right? Yeah, 100%. You hit the nail on the head. It really is. I think that technology is, um, you know, money is technology these days. Our CEO starts to talk about, you know, we're accessing it in different ways. But what we're finding is that human connection whether it's in advice or suggestions or the intelligence is so, so vital. So it's not an either or, it's how do we take the digital and the human together? So the Fully Vested Campaign Creative has three different videos targeting three distinct financial consumers. Tell me about how you constructed those personas and how doing so serves the messaging of this campaign. The personas were really designed to do a couple things. One, showcase where people were in their life. So we, we tried to look at different generational, when you think of Gen Z, millennial, Gen X, baby boomer. And then secondly, that each of those people, no matter where they are in their life, there's a complexity to what, what an intelligent financial life might mean for them. And so we were trying to depict that in a creative way. And then most importantly, at the end of the day, this is about your advisor and the person you're working with being the hero to help you understand how do you navigate all this complexity. So that was you know behind the scenes of the creative. So there's three personas. We got Mike, and he's really what I call our Gen Z. He has made his money or is making his money as a social media influencer, um, a new way for some generations to say, wow, how do you make money doing that? He um, is interested in crypto really loves technology and the digital side of how is he going to um, do stocks and investing. Contrast him with Jess, who was um, a small business owner. 
And so she's, you know, acquiring her, her wealth in, uh, in her business. She's also selling online. So she's got e-commerce, um, social responsibility is really important to her. So ESG and investing, and she just bought her building. So it's like, how do I take credit? How do I actually invest there? And then contrast that with probably the most traditional of our personas, Scott, He's probably a baby boomer. He might not want to be told that, but he's you know probably 60. And he's made his money traditionally, worked his way up as a sales uh, salesperson, now owns dealerships. He um, is very into philanthropic now. You know, how is he going to leave his mark long term? And he does have the traditional luxury goods that you might uh, you might play with, a boat, et cetera. So I think what we were trying to showcase is. Hey, no matter where you are in this life, on this journey, having an intelligent, connected life is really important. And InvestNet has to provide a combination of intelligence and technology and solutions so that the financial professionals can be a hero to to their clients. So those are the personas. It's been fascinating to look at where people resonated and the interest that they, they had across those three. So how has the campaign been doing since you launched it? What metrics have you been using to measure success? Yeah, you know, we had uh, really incredible results. And I, I've done this at a couple, you know, in my past career. And this campaign uh, really, really resonated off the charts. We had, we 20x our traffic to the site. We're, you know, getting people um, to that, to be interested. It was not just... Uh, return visitors who knew InvestNet, but a huge amount of new people that were interested and, uh, you know, new unique visitors. 70,000 folks actually in less than three months said, I want to learn more about this intelligent financial life and the ecosystem. That really told us, wow, you've hit on a topic which is resonating with people today and they want to know more of what this means for their clients. So, a huge, um, you know, huge positive influence in the people that were, were interested in this. And I, I candidly think, Rebecca, it was a new way to talk about the changing world. We're melding our daily life and our work life and our future life. You know, it's either during the pandemic, we're all in one room and those things all came together. So I think it was incredibly timely and it really resonated the changing dynamics of the financial Uh, services industry overall and how we're going to have to service clients in the future. Nowadays, money is technology and technology touches every single aspect of our life. Our financial life is no longer this thing that we keep in a folder somewhere at our desk. You know, we think about money all the time. We're dealing with money all the time. The payment space, for one, has nonstop been changing the way that we interact with the world, especially over the past two years. And I think financial literacy is really the urgent call to action at the bottom of all this rapid change, um, bringing consumers to understand the complexity of being financially well today and what that actually looks like. So situating the financial advisor as the hero with the tools and intelligence to make things make sense effectively removes some of that complexity from us as financial consumers. 100%, you know, we, we've got some research coming in the next couple months about the intelligent financial life and what people are, are um, you know, what they want from that. And one of the things we're learning is, is indeed that human connection. And you are turning to your advisor 
um, if you don't yet have an advisor, you're, you're talking to friends and family, that finances and that security and that um, just wellness factor of I feel comfortable is so personal for people that they are wanting to learn more. We all learn digitally now, right? We, we, we search up things. Um, education has changed. All of us are very adept, adept at that now. But we do also want to check in with somebody who's an expert who can help guide us along that path. And that's really where we see it is this human and the digital coming together. And, and that's been just a, a really wonderful, um, not surprise, but reinforcement for where the advice and well wealth planning and wealth tech is going to go in the future. I'd love a walkthrough of the product. How exactly is InvestNet supporting financial advisors to help their clients navigate financial lives? And what tools do they have at their disposal in order to do that? The easiest way to describe the InvestNet financial wellness ecosystem is in three parts. It's a combination of intelligence and data, and those can be insights. Uh, We have a tool, Insight Engine, which is really what might be some recommendations that you might want to tell your client where they are. You're you're looking at their their needs, at their investments, at their portfolio, et cetera. So really, how do we have the data and the intelligence behind the scenes to help the advisor? On the technology front, we certainly have a very, very dynamic platform that can generate, one, has the insights in it, but also um, proposals and uh, allows them to see all the tools and where, where someone is going. It's really a snapshot of the day. And then on the third side is this enormous amount of solutions. And solutions, um, there's hundreds of them, but it could go as uh, you need something about tax, tax day is coming up, right? Uh, August, or August. my goodness, it's April 18th. I better make sure I'm on time. <laughs> um, but people are talking about how do I think about taxes? We have a variety of exchanges that work across insurance, credit, um, trust, all things that might come into play for an individual as they're thinking about, and retirement, certainly. So we have um, a tremendous amount of solutions that will be right for somebody at that time and place. Um, if you're sustainability, ESG, investing and things. So it's really a combination of, again, do we have the insights, the data and the intelligence that advisors can access and that comes through our platform and our tools, financial planning tools, et cetera. We have um, a variety of technology they can access and use on a daily basis. And then third, um, this vast array of solutions that they can tap into at the right time at the right need for their clients. So let's talk about the channels now. The campaign itself, like we said, is about connecting the dots between the human and the digital. And we see this duality in the channels as well. Tell me about the digital and in-person strategies that you employed in order to paint this picture. Absolutely. And I think, you know, this is uh, probably the first time for many CMOs and others of how do you launch a campaign in the middle of a pandemic where where everybody is at home, <clears throat> their life is at home and uh, you know personal and professional. So the digital was really, really important. And we did um, all the traditional places you would think. Um, LinkedIn for a B2B is really important. Um, we actually used a little bit of Reddit in this one, which was a bit of a test. And so what we were looking at is where can we find our target segment. In this case, we were really reaching out to financial advisors in this first phase of of the campaign and making sure that we were in front of them. 
So we, of course, we're on um, YouTube. We have lots of different um, videos. So we were really testing uh, across all these different platforms digitally what was resonating. We additionally used, really partnered with our sales organization to say, could we, um, if we're doing traditional account-based marketing, as well as email, actually use this conversation to spark more, um, more interest. And we did see the, the, the efficacy and the interest just with email and more traditional forms actually um, rose with that. And then the last thing, Rebecca, which was kind of an interesting one, even though we were in a pandemic, we did want to test out of home uh, digital to see if people were out in the seat. We did that in the financial district in New York City and really got comments for, from people that said, oh my gosh, I saw this in taxis. I saw this out and about. So it really was an opportunity for us to say, how are people, are people out? And we used radio, which was um, also another one thinking that people were traveling around and driving, even if they weren't going into an office. So I would say in the first three months, huge results, obviously, with traffic back to the site. But it truly was a combination of testing, in some cases, a variety of different media channels. So I want to talk about this idea of testing, because as media folks, we have these grand ideas about what's going to land with our audiences, but really, we don't know until we put things out there to either fail or fly. And as a marketing professional, I wonder, why do you think it's important to play on multiple channels and how do you actually know what works? Boy, this is such a vital conversation for, for every CMO, I think. Um, we're all being asked those questions of what's performance marketing and uh, what's the ROI and, and what's the impact? So I would say two things. Um, one, because this was a new effort for the company and we really were building um, awareness and reintroducing, if you will, uh, or ch slightly changing the narrative of the investment brand. So I think those, um, those numbers of, are you getting the unique visitors? Are you getting the traffic? Are people interested in this conversation? What is the sentiment? Are really important to that awareness level. And we certainly found those. But for the business, the most important thing are, do people, do people want to know more? And how is this going to help us really from a demand gen perspective? And while this campaign was not about leads or demand generation, I was really testing things like how, like I said, 70,000 people saying they want to learn more so that I could retarget them again with additional information. Now we have even more benchmarks because we kick this off for the first time that we'll constantly be looking at and saying, which one of these vehicles is more, um, is more impactful, more important, more efficient as we go forward? How does search work? What are people searching up after they see this? So I'm really excited because this was a first time effort to now have a lot of benchmarks that we can even use further um, as we go further in the campaign. So Mary Ellen, I know you said you embarked on this campaign as the company's first rebrand in two decades. So I'm sure there were a lot of unknowns and a lot of discoveries along the way. I'm wondering what were some of the more unexpected things that came up for you? Now going forward, we've created this interest and now we have to keep talking about it and give more detail. So I think the need to move very, very quickly from love this conversation, now give me even more detail, was probably faster than I expected, um, probably expected we'd have, we'd have more time just on the awareness side. So then that means as we're going into this next year, how do we continue this conversation 
in some of the, we have an advisor summit that is May 11th and 12th, and this will be, you know, a couple thousand advisors. They're going to expect really um, even more detail on the ecosystem and how are you providing this intelligent, connected financial life. So we have to continue to really connect the dots on the solutions and offerings that we have. I think we're embarking on redesigning our website. I think that'll help us overall, the .com. We had a campaign site, but we had not redesigned the whole .com. And so that's going to be an area for us to reinforce this promise that's out there. Really happy about, we really spent time in having the conversation internally first and saying, hey, here's a campaign that we have. And how do we have the 4,000 people of, it, of investment be our ambassadors? At the end of the day, I firmly believe they are the most effective marketing tool that we have, and we'll continue to uh, support that and really invest in our people to tell our story. So I have one last question about the specifics of the campaign, which I probably should have started with in hindsight. How did you choose the name Fully Vested and why? You know, it's, it's pretty simple. It's investment is committed or vested in the connections that power and enhance an intelligent financial life. And we do this through our ecosystem. So the fully vested was one that we thought telegraphed very quickly, that commitment, the word vested is a a little bit of a, a double entendre in the financial world. So it's been a real galvanizing a tagline, if you will, both internally and I think externally. So as a marketing professional uh, that's been in the spaces of tech as well as finance, I want to know, what do you think about the current state of the financial industry when it comes to adapting to the new media landscape of the current and future financial consumer? I think that the financial services industry is... um, has an opportunity to really take hold of being innovative in the digital space and really thinking outside the box. I think that um, you've seen the rise of fintechs in the last couple of years. And so they're doing what might be perceived uh, innovative or provocative, you know, very, very different um, techniques. And I think that large financial players and brands have the opportunity and have the latitude to do some really innovative things. I'm really encouraged about brands out there that are looking at even things from TikTok to, um, you know, to social media, to how they're using film and video. And so I think you're really going to see this financial industry um, take the world by storm, if you will, in the next couple of years, because they're going to have to. It's so important to each of us individually. So I think um, certainly we have compliance challenges and and legality and things. Um, These are sensitive topics, but I think it's just an opportunity to be authentic and innovative in a space um, that's begging for it in marketing. So before we wrap up, I want to know a little bit more about you, Mary Ellen, if that's okay. Um, You have quite the repertoire as a marketing executive, uh, which I've pointed to shamelessly multiple times in our conversation. Um, It's just simply impressive that you've been around different spaces in that executive capacity as a marketer for um, quite a while. So I know for a fact that you have so many insights that we haven't even touched on today. Um, But I just want to know, at this moment in your career, what is it that gets you excited to go to work every day? 
Yeah, it's a great question. And I appreciate you saying you have a repertoire. That just means I have, I, you know, I've got some experience, I guess. Um, look, at the end of the day, I, I have a phrase that I have said for years that brand equals business. And I think what that has always meant to me is you have to have your brand promise connected to business. It's one of the reasons I was so excited to join InvestNet. I really believe this vision of the intelligent financial life and a business strategy of having an ecosystem that enables that is such rich territory for the brand to just tell that story and that narrative. So for me, what gets me out of bed are companies and initiatives and opportunities where the brand really is going to impact and plays a role and equals the business. And I think that's what we're doing in investment. And that that's what keeps me going each and every day. And as you said, I've been in this business a long time. And those are the most exciting opportunities. And frankly, having a, a CEO and a president and an executive team that really believes that that is true as well. And that is, uh, for me, the, one of the most vital success factors in marketing. Mary Ellen, thank you so much for your insight and for taking the time to speak with me today. This was Mary Ellen Dugan, Chief Marketing Officer at InvestNet, talking to me about the company's rebrand campaign, Fully Vested. To read the transcript of our conversation, you can head over to the Tearsheet website and to stay tuned for upcoming episodes of the Acquired Podcast, be sure to subscribe to our marketing newsletter and follow Tearsheet on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any questions, thoughts, ideas about the Acquire podcast, you can write them to me at Rebecca at I was your host, Rebecca Cohen. Until next time. <laughs>